0: welcome to the city church cardiff podcast we're an Elim pentecostal church in the center of cardiff dedicated to bringing hope in the name of jesus thank you for joining us today we hope you're inspired and impacted by this message Hasn't it been brilliant to explore some of the carols that we sing about at Christmas over this last month? We've been exploring some of the words of these incredible carols that we listen to and sing throughout the Christmas period. And it's been amazing that as we've learned more about the words, it's given more depth, hasn't it, to when we've been singing them. Well, today I want to talk about O Little Town of Bethlehem. If that's one of your favorites, then you're in for a treat. We're going to be singing that at the end of my message as well. This carol was written in 1868 by an American priest called Phillips Brooks. Now, Brooks had been inspired by a trip to Israel a few years earlier, where he'd seen Bethlehem. And so a few years after, he had penned this beautiful carol and had it set to music. Now, the reason he did this was particularly for his Sunday school. And so this is why this carol is so popular around uh, Christmas choirs and children's nativities as well. It's a song about the birth of Jesus. It's a song about the amazing news that Jesus came to be God with us, Emmanuel. And I want to focus today particularly on one line of the carol, one of the most amazing lines in my opinion, and it comes at the end of the first verse. So let me read to you the words of the first verse. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Now, although this verse addresses Bethlehem, the town of Bethlehem, the reason the hopes and fears are met in Bethlehem in that night are because Jesus was born. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in Jesus because he came to earth, because of the birth of this baby that was born to Mary and laid in a manger Now, fear is something that we've definitely heard a bit more about these last couple of years. Maybe we've experienced a little bit more of it these last couple of years. But actually, fear's been around for a long time, and there are particular fears that some people have. Let me see whether you recognize any of these fears. There's a fear called compoundophobia. Any ideas? Fear of buttons. Fear of buttons. Tionophobia. Fear of snow. Good job, it didn't snow today. Coulrophobia, Fear of clowns. A few of you might have that one, I don't know. Hippopotamonstrosis quipperdaliaphobia. <laughs> Should we say it together? Everyone, hippopotam... <laughs> Fear of long words. And the last one, phobophobia. Fear of phobias. Phobophobia. Now, I'd expect that many of these are quite rare. Probably you weren't familiar with fear of buttons or fear of snow necessarily. But maybe there are fears that you know a bit more about. What are some of the more common fears? Turn to somebody next to you and tell them, what do you think some of the most common fears that some people have are? What do you think are some of the most fears that a lot of people have? Spiders, I can hear some people saying. Well, let me tell you, some of the most top fears that come out when surveys are done and people are asked what they're frightened of, some of the things that come top in the list are fear of heights, fear of snakes, and fear of public speaking. If you've got any of those, you get points, and what the points mean? Just the satisfaction that you said the right thing, that's all it means. Now, maybe you're frightened of one of those things, snakes or heights or fear of public speaking, Maybe you can avoid them in day-to-day life, but maybe you're frightened of something else. Maybe you're frightened of being laughed at. Maybe you're frightened of being left on your own. Maybe you're frightened of losing somebody that you love. Maybe this next year, with the COVID situation, we still don't know where we're at fully. Maybe that's bringing you some fear. I used to be afraid of the dark. Now, I'm not just talking about when I was a child. I was afraid of the dark when I was a teenager and even into my 20s. And I remember telling my dad one day that I was afraid of the dark, and he looked at me quite shocked and said, I thought you weren't afraid of anything. Can I tell you a secret? Lean in. Let me tell you a secret. Everyone's afraid of something sometimes. Everyone is afraid of something at some point in their lives. But the brilliant news is that Jesus meets our fears. Jesus meets whatever fear we might have. He doesn't turn away from us. He doesn't turn his back on us. There's not a fear that he can't handle. Jesus meets our fears. The hopes and fears of all the years were met when Jesus was born at his coming to earth to dwell amongst us. But it doesn't just stop there. Our hopes and fears are met in Jesus today. It is wonderful news that he can take on whatever fear we might have. Whatever you're frightened of, you can bring it to Jesus. Whatever fear might have weighed you down, you can bring to Jesus. Whatever you're anxious about, Jesus can help you. The Bible says time and time again, don't be afraid. Let's say it together, don't be afraid. You know what, I think it's because God knew we might be facing some pretty frightening things at times, but he encourages us to not be afraid because he's with us because he's for us, because he can handle every single fear that we might have. If you're afraid of the dark, Jesus is the light of the world, John 8, 12. If you're anxious, Jesus gives peace, John 14, 27. If you're frightened that you've messed up, well, nothing can separate you from the love of God, Romans 8, 39. If you're under attack, God is our help and shield, Psalm 115, verse 11. Do you know, it's not that our fear isn't real, It's really real, isn't it, when we're frightened? It's that Jesus is greater than any fear that we might have. Jesus overcomes fear. Jesus overcomes any and every fear. He is Emmanuel, God with us, not distant, not far off, not observing us and giving us a bit of a score to see how well we might be doing or not. God with us, God close to us, God for us. Jesus overcomes fear, but there's more. There's even more. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Jesus doesn't just defeat fear, but he also brings hope. You know, for years and years, the people of Israel, they had a hope of a Messiah, of a Savior. And it wasn't just an empty promise. A Messiah had been prophesied time and time and time again for hundreds of years, in fact. There'd been prophecies about a Savior, who was going to come and set the people free, who was going to come and rescue them. And in that moment when Jesus was born, the Messiah had come. All those hopes were met. Maybe you've been hoping for something a little better. Maybe you've been hoping that there's more to life than you're currently experiencing. Or maybe you've lost hope. Maybe you've given up on the idea of hope. Well, the good news is hope is here and his name is Jesus Hope is here. Jesus has come to be God with us, Emmanuel, God dwelling amongst us. And he is better than you can ever imagine. Do you know today, lots of people will have either been opening presents already or you're yet to open your presents. Thoughtful, wonderful gifts given to people who love each other and care about each other. And there'll be some really thoughtful and lovely gifts that are opened And then there'll be some not-so-great ones that some people might open. It comes with a lot of expectation, opening a gift, doesn't it? You get a gift, and it seems so wonderful, and you wonder what could be inside it, and you look for an opening, you start to unwrap it. What could it be? Everybody's looking at your expression to see what it might be that you open. You start to tear it open, and... Oh. A bag of sprouts. Now, what do you do when you get a rubbish present? <laughs> now, some people are really good at saying thank you and smiling through it. Some people are great at saying, oh, thanks so much. And then there are people like me who maybe have a bit of an expressive face. Hard to hide your expression a little bit. I've got good news. Help is at hand. If you are like me and you struggle to smile through the not-so-great present there's a little bit of help that you can use. So as you open those Brussels sprouts, oh, you got me Brussels sprouts. Still look grateful. It's fine. Or maybe you open up some socks for the third year in a row. Socks! Just what I wanted. Or maybe you were hoping for some kind of bath set or or perfume, and instead you've got a kind of gadget that unblocks plug holes. I'm not talking from personal experience. Thanks, that's really um, interesting. Or finally, there's the last... You didn't get me anything at all. Is this not as convincing, this one? Listen, kids, nobody going home saying Pastor Catherine's got a beard, yeah? I'm not, not having that. Do you know what? Unlike some gifts, that maybe don't live up to our expectations, that are maybe a bit of a disappointment, Jesus is better than we could ever imagine. Jesus is more wonderful and more incredible than we can ever imagine, and he never disappoints. He never disappoints. All hope, is met in him he offers the hope of salvation he offers us the freedom from sin the stuff that separates us from god it means that we can have a relationship with god because of jesus he offers the hope of never feeling like we're on our own we never need to be on our own because of jesus he offers life in all of its fullness he offers the hope of eternal life in fact and you know this isn't just pie in the sky This isn't just a kind of hope where you think, well, it might happen, or it might not. Hope isn't a kind of wishful thinking where you wish hard enough and hope that something is going to happen like a better present than Brussels sprouts. Hope isn't kind of trying to look on the bright side of things. Hope isn't like trying to be an optimist about things and trying to look on the bright side, but even though things are a little bit rubbish. Hope says no to despair and yes to God's promises. Hebrews 6.19 says, "'We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure.'" Hope is the anchor that roots us, keeps us, fixes us, regardless of what comes to knock us off course or even try and capsize us at times. Hope keeps us firm and secure. Hope is immovable. It's hope that this is real no matter what or who we are. No matter where we've come from, we can have hope. Do you know what? Maybe you're sitting here this morning and you're thinking, I'm a bit unlikely. Not me. I can't quite have the kind of hope that you're talking about. You might wonder, are you really the kind of person that God would choose? Well, the title of our carol is, O Little Town of Bethlehem. Bethlehem wasn't the city. It wasn't a significant place like Jerusalem was, and yet in this little town, the Savior was born. The Savior of the whole world was born in this small and seemingly insignificant town. In Micah 5.2, we read one of the many prophecies about Jesus, and it says, "...but you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel." It's amazing what God can do through the seemingly small little town of Bethlehem where the saviour of the whole world was born. And in fact, Jesus came as a little baby, but he grew up into a man who died on the cross, taking taking on the whole sin of the world. And then he rose again from the dead so that we could have eternal life, so that we could be set free. He defeated death so that we could live You know, children who are here today, kids, God can do mighty things through you. God can do wonderful things through you. And I'm not just talking about when you grow up. I'm talking about here and now. God can do incredible things in you and through you, no matter your age, no matter your size. And maybe you're a grown-up here who thinks, I'm seemingly small. I don't really matter in my world. God can do incredible things through the seemingly small. God can do wonderful, large, and incredible, mighty things through things that might seem little. Don't count yourself out, because God hasn't. Our hopes and fears are met in Jesus today. No matter how hopeless you feel, hope is here. And his name is Jesus, and he was born in a little town called Bethlehem. That Jesus was born over 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem is world-changing, but it doesn't just stop there. Jesus promises to be with us even now. God with us, Emmanuel. The final verse of this lovely carol that we're about to sing tells us that to those who invite Jesus in, he wants to come and live in our hearts to be with us always. Verse 4 says, O holy child of Bethlehem, Descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us. Abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. The hopes and fears of all the years were met in Jesus when he was born in Bethlehem. And our hopes and fears are met in Jesus today. We just need to invite him in. Can I invite you to close your eyes, and I'm just going to pray a prayer. And it might be a prayer that you want to echo in your hearts. It might be that you're not yet in a relationship with Jesus, and that invitation to invite Jesus in, to cast out your sin, that means just to get rid of the stuff, be forgiven for the stuff that has separated you from God. And instead, choose to follow Jesus. Choose to say, I want you to live in my heart, Jesus, and I want to follow you for the rest of my life. I'm just going to pray a prayer. And while your eyes are closed, you might want to echo this in your heart. Jesus, I acknowledge that I've done wrong things and that my sin has separated me from you. But I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. Today, I ask for your forgiveness and thank you for your gift of new life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I choose relationship with you and I choose to live for you. Please come into my heart and change my life now and forevermore. Amen. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. To find out more, visit our website at citychurchcardiff.com or find us on social media.